0: And welcome to another episode of Naja Now. Joining us is Noelle Smith-Howe. She is our president as we look back on what Naja means to her. Noelle, tell me a little bit about your journey into J.A. How did you get started?
1: Well, honestly, I had no idea what J.A. stood for. And one of my friends who was riding in the back seat with me on the way to a wedding was selling local cookbooks She kept pawning a cookbook on me, and finally I was like, I don't cook, but I will buy your cookbook if you'll stop talking about it. And that's how my JA journey started, which if you know my life at all, it makes total sense. Like it was (laughs) an accident that I fell into it. You would know I'm not a good cook, I rarely cook. So the fact that I started with a cookbook is like, just
0: perfect. And so many chapters do those cookbooks. That's, I mean, I remember my provisional year started with a cookbook.
1: I still have one, actually. I could send you a picture, it's kind of fun. I got to reading the cookbook. I know Naja has their own cookbook, and this one was specific to Tipton County. And it was a remake of an old cookbook that they did years and years before. And it had old recipes from old members that was cool. But it also told like their story about like, we served this punch at Mary Beth's house for whatever the event was, or these were cooked for this event, you know, whatever it was. And so I got curious and I was just like, what is this? What is this event? What are you talking about? Even though it told me what it was, I didn't know what it was because it was like inside language. And I wanted to know. She just kind of kept pressing me about coming to this provisional training meeting, coming to this open house. And I was like, I don't have time for this. I really don't, but I'm curious. I'm going to go. So I went and I never stopped going. And that was like, I don't know, 13 years ago or something. So you got involved in JA in Tintin County. Yes. Tell
0: me a little bit about your journey through your active membership and how you became involved in National.
1: I'm glad you put it that way as a journey because it is a journey. And that's the coolest thing to me is I've been all over the southeast with JA. I've needed things over the years from different areas of JA. And I've just picked up the phone or send an email through Facebook, two chapters, and be like, hey, I need, and they've always filled in the blank for me. But I came on as a provisional. Um, Like everyone, I did my six meetings. I did my active meetings. I didn't really know where I was gonna fit in. I just knew, like once I got going, I thought, okay, this is something I'm gonna do. Then if I'm gonna be real, real talk with you and you can edit it, keep it, throw it out the front door. I almost quit at about month five or six, right before I went. We did a full year, quote unquote, as a provisional, but of course there's a sixth provisional training. And it was about, it was in December. I know that for sure. My son was a baby, an infant. I would leave chapter meetings. I would have to run to Walmart or Walgreens or wherever that was open divine formula and diapers and he was just um not a very pleasant um baby to feed at the time he had an allergy i didn't know about so there was like a lot going on in my personal life and when i was doing all the provisional training it was just so bogged down and you gotta read this you gotta test that you gotta read this you gotta test that and i was present in the body, but I don't know that I was so present in the mind. I was just going through the motions. I was checking the boxes. So when they were up there throwing those words at me, I'm not really sure I took the time to ingest them like I needed to. So I actually wrote my letter, thanked them for inviting me, was like, hey, maybe I'll try again later. And then I do what I'm notorious for doing. I took the letter and stuck it in my visor and forgot to mail it. I had already signed up for a Christmas project with our provisional class. And I really liked those girls. I was like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna go, it's a social time, whatever. So we went and we did this Christmas project and then we were delivering Christmas gifts. And what I'm gonna tell you I'm about to do, we can't do that now. We can't do this in 2023, what we did then, I'm sure. But we literally took the gifts to these people's houses. Like we knocked on their front door and took the gifts into their houses. And we were headed home, everybody else goes home. I look in the back and there's one left in the back of my Yukon. I was like, I'll just take it, it's on my way home. By myself, I know girls, please don't do that by yourself. But by myself, I roll up to this house, I knock on the door. I'm like, hey, I literally live like three streets that way and like pointed over a field. And she was like, oh, honey, are you with that auxiliary place? And I, of course, was like, yeah, whatever. In my head, I'm thinking, Please don't talk to me long, I'm so tired, I got kids to get home to, I got work to do, you know, all these things that I thought I needed to do. And I'm giving her her bags of stuff, which we were punchy inches and put it in black trash bags, you know, because we didn't know who was gonna be standing where, delivering the stuff. And all of a sudden this little, just out of nowhere, I don't even know where he came from, kid appeared out of nowhere. And here I am holding this like little puff jacket And his eyes lit up and he looked at me so big and goes, is that mine? Is that for me? And I was like, stunned. Because all of a sudden I'm looking at this little face who was so excited about this jacket, who I was so bothered by delivering. And I looked at the lady and I looked back at him and she just nodded. So I said, yes, baby, it's for you. He literally, and I might cry saying this, ran across the room and hugged my leg and goes, Thank you so much. Now I won't be cold tonight. And it was like somebody came down and hit me in the face. Why are you in such a hurry? Why did you think you didn't have time to deliver this code or deliver those letters? Or why have you not been paying attention in those meetings? Like, what have you been missing? So I went home that night. And of course, I hugged my own kids in their own warm house. So, so, like, I think they thought, like, Something's wrong with her. That's not what she usually does. And the next meeting I went to, I didn't turn in my letter. I was like, I'm just gonna pay attention today. And so I started paying attention. And every time after that, when I passed that house, I would pay attention. And I ended up over the years taking a little boy Easter baskets and dinosaurs and Christmas things. And eventually he graduated and went to high school. And then he graduated from high school and went on to college somewhere. And he doesn't live here now. Um, and his grandmother eventually passed away, so I lost track of him. I was so disgusted in myself that night, and I don't know that that's the right word to put on it, but I thought I was doing good, but all I really was doing was being busy. And it took that little, like that baby to come out of the back and hug my leg, and me feel his need and see his eyes to really be like, oh wait, you're just busy. You're not making a difference. And I made it my goal that very next day that, Everything I was gonna do forward was gonna be for a purpose and with intention. I I would say I've really tried to do that. That is the one thing I've really tried to stick by. And I think because of that, that led me to take on, go straight from a position of a provisional into a office within my chapter. Through those ranks I was, um, at different times I was what they, I don't even know that they had this position anymore. It was called a community liaison where you literally just connected with the community. Yes, you raised money if you could, but also it was just about building relationships, making connections. Um, And then I went on to be the finance chair a few years and then the vice president, the president. And we didn't really have an ex officio. So I kind of just hung around and did that. Then at the time, our CSC, came and tapped me and she was like, hey, I'm moving on, would you like to take my place? I was like, sure, why not? I didn't honestly even know what I was saying yes to. It was just one of those things I felt like I should follow. So I did that and I was so surprised because I thought every chapter was gonna be just like my chapter. And to go out there and see that they were not, it was the most eye-opening thing. I was like, wait a minute, you don't have 40 members in this meeting? Wait a minute, you don't have money? Or wait, you have an amazing charity ball. Wait, what's going on? And it, I felt like that was another time that I was sent the message that like, just stop. Stop for a minute and pay attention because I was doing it again. I was just getting busy with the admin part of the CSC job. And so I dialed it back. And I made it my mission that year instead of just going to meetings to attend at least a service project with all of those chapters my eyes were opened so wide and not just the need that was in my areas and in my region but the phenomenal like the outreach that we have I just don't even, and I've been searching for it and I still haven't found the right word to put on it. Like it is the mustard seed that we plant that we never get to see. It is the ripples that we make that we just don't ever get to see the full wave of because these kids remember those moments. I guarantee you somewhere that little kid somewhere thinking about that jacket on the night he gets cold and hopefully he's paying that jacket forward. And I've seen that happen not once or twice, but hundreds and thousands of times as I've moved through the J.A. reigns. And I don't know the word. I don't know the right word, but I'm sure someone out there does and they'll give it to me one day and I'll write it down when they do Mm -hmm. so
0: I don't forget it. Wilma Wilbank said life-saving. I would
1: say that it fits. I would say that it fits on... um, Honestly, both sides of the coin. Mm -hmm. I have seen this happen to other members, and you know, I think we all live in the club of, it won't happen to me, and then it does happen to you. Um, And I would say life saving fits on the people we serve side, but I also would say it fits on the member side. Junior Auxiliary is very much, you get out what you put in, I've been to so many projects over the years where those kids needed me, but also my bad day needed them maybe more than they needed me on those specific days, especially when life is hard or, you know, there's something heavy that you're carrying. You have to check all that when there's just those little eyes looking at you, but also it brings you such a community. You know, you're a member, quote unquote, for six years. And I say, quote unquote, because everyone defines that a little bit different. You know, some people add their provisional year, some people don't. But a lot of life happens over six years. We see people get married. We see people get divorced. We have babies. You know, we bury people. We, I mean, if you just think of a child that's born and you think what happens in their six years of their little life and you apply that to our big lives. And balancing JA with it, like you come out the other side, a much stronger person, not just because of what you learn. I mean, that's just like obvious, you're gonna get trained and you're gonna have these skills, but the people I know now, I I said it once and I, I would say it again, like I've never been anywhere in the Southeast in the last at least 10 years that I felt uncomfortable in any situation because I knew I could always go to the Naja directory and find somebody somewhere that would help me, whether it was I lost my eyeglasses or I had a flat tire or I just needed a dozen roses delivered for me. And all three of those things have actually happened. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it, it it is life-saving in so many ways. And I think that is a very good description should have known wilma would have words for it she's always got those wise ones (laughs) she does
0: i love wilma um so you were a csc i did not realize that about you that was yeah that's great that's good yeah so that was
1: probably honestly if i could just that was probably basically the hardest and maybe the best job i've ever had if we're calling these jobs positions um with nadja because it is so eye-opening you see so much and you kind of get to be this back room um get to see the back side of things that you don't normally get to see and it's very very interesting to see all these ladies work and think it's just it, it is i i can i i would definitely put that at the top it's the top those are great great positions
0: Interesting. And for those who don't know, we should say that a CSC is a chapter support coordinator and there are, there's one or two for each region. Is that correct?
1: There's, um, each region has at least two. Okay. One region has three right now. Um... I think it's safe to say, as NAJA changes and grows, that position changes and grows. Mm-hmm. Um, it moves, I mean, you know, it has to move with the times. And if you don't, you kind of become a dinosaur that gets left behind. Right. Um, so it, it, is, it is a lot of um, relationship building, though. And it, it is just such a, it's such an honor to get to work with those people. Because the thing is, for me at least, like, yes, they'll send you a note, hey, our project went great but you mostly hear from those chapters when things are going wrong, when it's drama or when an event failed or when they just didn't know what to do. And that is such trust they're putting in you. I mean, it is just trust that one, you're gonna give them the right answer or know that if you don't have the right answer, you're gonna say, I don't know, but I'll get back with you. And you do, you get back with them and you show up. So that that is a responsibility that's never like, I've never forgotten. I felt very honored, but also a a responsibility to do it, do it right. Yeah.
0: That's good. That's good to know. I I know, I think as a member you don't really know what the chapter support coordinator does you know just like as that general member you have no idea it's generally more the board members especially that executive council um that deals with with the csc so i think those general members who are listening and they're like what kind of and you said it before inside terminology inside words you know
1: know, sarah i thought i was going to get kicked out of a meeting one time because I, I could tell when I stood up in the meeting talk, there was a lot of new members in there. And I started the meeting by saying, okay guys, my name is Noelle, this is who I am, this is what I'm gonna do. And I'm gonna forget sometimes that you're new. So when I start throwing out things like AEC and CSC, all you gotta do is raise your hand and say WFT, and I'm gonna stop <laughs> and I'm gonna pull myself back in and I'm gonna tell you what those mean. Because I say it so often, I just forget that mm-hmm. just like talking to you just now, I forgot. So thank you for adding that in. <laughs> you know, it, it is. We just do what we do. So it's just normal. Yep, right.
0: I mean, you yeah. and I have both, I mean, I my provisional year was 2010 in Jonesboro in Arkansas. Um, so you and I have been rolling with this for 13 yep. years now. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's interesting. I didn't have quite the journey you did Uh but I did say yes. And I'm glad I said yes. That's yes. really important. Well,
1: everybody's journey is different. I yeah. think that, that is the thing I hear often. People will say, well, I can't do this or I can't do that. And I always put a yet on the end of it. You can't do that yet. Maybe you're not ready to serve on a national committee yet. Maybe you're not ready to run for office yet. If you'd have asked me, would I be on this podcast with you talking about things today, five years ago, I would have been like... No, girl, I'm just trying to put my pants on in the morning to make sure they're buttoned. Like, right. That's where my life is today. But that's not where it is now. Like, you know, and I, I think there's a time and a place for all of us. And, you know, not to get back on my trail of just random words, but the other thing that I think that is so special about Junior Auxiliary that gives us power that... I'm sure this applies in all organizations, but obviously this is just where my heart is and this is where my brain is. So I think in general, most people in the, just by and large, want to help. I mean, we don't, the news is filled with the bad guys' stories, I know, because good news rarely sells, but most people want to help. They want to do the right thing, especially when, you know, disaster strikes or something goes wrong, but I don't think they usually know how And I think junior auxiliary gives us that tool that clear tool of how our intent our purpose our message is so clear it gives us a how so that when you know you have been doing this for a while like we have it's easy to step in after a tornado or after a hurricane or after something you know, out of our control happens and remain calm and say, okay, this is what we need. This is what we got to do. This is who we need to call. We need a group. We need this. We need that. Because we've already done it on a smaller scale within our chapters. So it gives us that, I mean, it is power and confidence and ability to move into those situations where other people might not Well, they might be intimidated by it. I guess that's the word I'm looking for. It is intimidating. Even as someone who's been as well-trained as I've been, it's a little intimidating sometimes to walk into those situations. But we have been so well-trained, now it's just a thing. It's just like another thing. Like, oh, okay, today we're gonna serve 500 people instead of 50, let's do it. You know, wear comfy shoes, let's go. What can I do today? Yeah. Yes. What can I do today? Mm-hmm. I think that would be my mantra going forward next year.
0: <laughs> what can I do today?
1: <laughs> you yeah, a what break can next I do next year, it? though. Yeah. You'll, you'll have a
0: nice little break. Yep. Sort of. Yep. <laughs> sort of. Sort of. <laughs> sort of. Sort of. Yeah. Sort of. So, how did you get after you were CSC Did you join the EC? What did you decide to do at that point?
1: Well, I actually. Um, my CSE, like my cookbook stories, are things that don't fit the mold. I, the CSCs, just for a point of reference, um, every other year they can serve on the board. Sometimes it's back to back, but typically it's every other year they rotate. Um, and my year coming on was the, Leslie was supposed to be on the board. Now, typically they don't take a brand new CSC and put her on the board because she's brand new. Well, there was no other CSC in my region, so they were like, hey, so guess what? You know that CSC position? It also comes with a board seat. And I was like, okay, I have no idea what that means, but let's (laughs) do it. Um, So my very first year of being a chapter support coordinator, I also got to be on the NAJA board of directors. And that's probably where I met some of the people I rely on the most to this day, because um, th- those ladies just—I mean, like if I was going to make a hero wall, they, those are who would be on it. Not your—I mean, you know, some of those famous people would have a spot up there, but these real-life people that I know are in it. Man, there's some incredible women in this organization. There are. I mean,
0: it's. Yeah. And you don't sometimes don't even realize it until you work alongside them and see yes. what they do to keep this organization yes. running. And not just yes. the organization, but yes. the women the women they work alongside. They support yes. them
1: yes. tremendously.
0: Yes.
1: yes. It is it is it is so much power. And I don't mean power in like a, you know, brute strength. I can pick up a table. There's plenty of us in there too that are super strong, but just what they bring to every situation and it's usually calmness and security and their ability to listen to the room and then act is just like those are the pieces that i try to take with me and it is just yeah, it goes back to those words that are hard to describe because their energy is just so amazing. It's so amazing. Yeah. So you were on
0: the board um, your first year as CSC, uh, and now you are president. And what does being president of Naja entail? What are What are some of the things that you, the things and themes that you <laughs> that you, uh,
1: Yeah, the things and themes. Who knows? Yes. Right. Right. Um. Yeah, who knew? Well, in between being a CSC and on the board, um, you know, sometimes it wasn't saying you make a plan and God laughs at you. I actually stepped down and said, I need to take a time out. My personal life has gone a little haywire. I need to go reorganize these files over here and hopefully I can come back. So I took just a little bit of time off and I got a phone call that said, Hey, I know you said you want time off, but we have a lady who is stepping down from the foundation. Would you like to fill her position? And I was like, Can I give you an answer in 24 hours? And I will be honest with you, I said that in part because I knew I needed to talk to my kids and my family to make sure I could commit, but also I needed to go find my handbook and find out exactly what foundation did. Right? <laughs> like, wait a minute, Noel. you've been a CSC, you've been on the board and you don't really know what they do. Maybe you should find out before you say yes. So I went and read my handbook. And when I found out what they do is raise money and build relationships, I was like, oh, I've already done this on the chapter level. I'm gonna say yes. So I said yes. And during my time on foundation is when I got to really missing the organization, association side of the day-to-day service. And the even some of the administrative stuff that comes with it, I mean, that's not the fun part. Pushing the pencil's not fun, but it's important. So I took a shot and I ran and I was like, if I get it, I get it. If I don't, then there's a place for me somewhere. And so the first year, you know, it's a three-year service. Your first year, you're ex-officio, I mean, no, I'm sorry, first vice president. I'm thinking ahead to 19 days from now, I'll be ex-officio. I don't (laughs) know what that year will look like yet. (laughs) But my first year as first vice president, you get to work with the CSEs. That is your job. You have a few other responsibilities too, but your biggest, the most time-consuming thing is I got to go back home is what it felt like. I felt like I got to go back home because I was right back to where I started. I got to work with those CSEs. I got to help troubleshoot. I got to talk to the chapters again. I all of a sudden was invited to service projects again that I didn't realize how much I had missed. That just hands-on, that energy is just, it's contagious. And then it makes the paperwork or the drama or the, whoo, that vote went sideways, wrong. So much easier to just handle because you remember your why, you remember that purpose. Um, So last year was so much fun. And then all of a sudden it hit me, I have to have a theme. I have to have a theme. Um, and there's been so many great ones. It just kind of scared me. And I will be honest with you. I probably lost way too much sleep over that theme. And then driving down the road one day, like a load of bricks, it hit me. I was like, why are you overthinking this? You are Wonder Woman. You've been her your whole life. You ran around in underoos. Why are you just not using her? And so I just said that's her that's what we're gonna do that's what we're gonna be and i just didn't know how to do it and i stopped and i thought that that, that's my thing if you haven't noticed when things are getting chaotic i stop and think and it hit me we're warriors in every sense of the word and the old stories you hear and all the folklore whatever the warriors are the ones that step up to the plate they're the ones that go to the fight They're the ones who have lived to tell the story. They're the ones teaching the class. They're the ones leading the pack. They're the ones who people go to for advice. They're the ones who have walked the walk. They're the ones that are still out there leading the trail in almost everything. And I was like, wow, wow, it's been right here in front of me this whole time, I'm gonna use it. And then what I didn't know is how much we would need those words this year. And you asked what the president does, and I know I'm using a whole lot of words to get there to say, I don't know what a president did pre-COVID. That was a different position and it was a different situation. And I only know that because luckily we have an amazing crown and gavel who I have access to and I get to talk to and I get to pick their brain. And I'm so fortunate to still be serving with some of them on some of these committees. And so many times over the last two years, they've said, this is not what my presidency was like. This is not what it looked like for us. Um, COVID changed things and it shut us down for a little while. And if you keep up with statistics, you'll see it hurt our service a little bit. It hurt our numbers a little bit. It hurt our chapters a lot, and that's not unusual. That is across the board in most service organizations. So coming back to life, this is our first full year that we're back, and we are back in every way possible. So as the president, I ran every board meeting and every executive meeting, but it's also been this great privilege to get to see us come back to life and even though it's been hard, it's been very humbling the reminders that we're still just doing what we did in 1941. We just have to do it differently. It looks different now. The needs are different, it sounds different. You know, even child welfare feels different. Maybe they don't need measles shots anymore, but maybe they don't have fresh food or maybe, you know, they're all latchkey kids that no one can read a book to them because mama's not a bad mom. She's really just doing the best she can. Um, And so to get the opportunity to help oversee bringing that back to life this year, it really has, it is is just been the biggest and the hardest joy. (laughs) It's been both. I will never tell anyone to run for this office if you don't have the time to dedicate to it. Because it is time-consuming and it is a job. It's an unpaid, monetary job, but the way it's repaid me this year, I would never be able to borrow that amount of money from a bank. It is—it is the biggest life lessons and friendships and just resilience and pride and people. Like if you're—you could watch outside the front door of any situation it's so easy to give up on people we live in a crazy world right now gosh it's crazy and it makes me scared for my kids some days and then i go to a junior auxiliary meeting or i read somebody's minutes and they're having these fantastic projects that are building people up or they're canceling their own charity balls to go help tornado victims and they're leaning into the hard they're doing the hard work they're going into that arena head up back straight straight into the fight it is just such a reminder that we are good and that we're we're okay to feel that way and you know I I get a little emotional talking about it because um My town, we were hit by the tornado two weeks ago when we were supposed to do this interview the first time, and in two weeks, I'll be handing over the gavel. So there's a lot, a lot hitting at once, but it is just almost surreal to step back and see what the power and numbers of people can do in a year. And I think that is what's important. And I hope why everyone will come to AEC is to see that, to see that power of lives that we've touched in a year. The things we've been able to do, whether it's through this podcast or introducing apps or simplifying forms, all that technology of 2023 is amazing. But the kids and the service is still the same as it was in 1941. And that just... It's hard to put words around that for me too and maybe in a few weeks when I'm less emotional about things or there's less scripts for me to be writing or there's less, um, you know, need outside my own front door, I'll have a better word for it. But, you know, the president is the facilitator of everything. So I've gotten the opportunity to see it all. I've been in marketing committee meetings with you. I've been in membership committee meetings with those ladies. I've been in finance meetings and it, it is just, um, gosh, I don't know that I really have the word for it today. This is like the third time I've told you that today, Sarah. And I'm usually have too many words. True. You're making me think about like big picture things that I don't know that I've thought about. You know, it's with two weeks left, I'm looking at the world a little different. Um, but, I'm saying way too many words to just say everything I've learned in JA I could have summed up in one sentence in the beginning. There's not a day go by the day goes by that I don't use something from JA. Not in my personal life, not in my professional life, not in my hobby life, nothing. I mean, I learned how to use Zoom because of JA. <laughs> you know, down to simple things like I learned how to file share on my phone because of JA. I know parliamentary procedure because of JA. You know, I probably know CPR because of JA. Whether, any, any anything you add to it, I can draw a line to it. It might not be a straight line, but it's got a line back to JA somewhere.
0: Six degrees, seven degrees of junior auxiliary in yes. your life.
1: Yeah. Yes,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So, last question. Okay. I'm gonna, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold this one together, maybe. Okay. So, if you... Hmm were able to sit down with women in a town that was considering becoming a provisional chapter, what would be your biggest why they should start this organization?
1: You will absolutely get more out of it than anything you put into it. I mean, it it is cliche, and I know that's what every volunteer everywhere probably says but it's true. The things I will take with me are not the fancy pens. They're not the, that. Um, they're just, it builds you as a person and it makes connections and it makes you better in everything you do. Even down to, I mean, I run meetings now with, Sometimes I'm the only woman in the room, but I'm unfazed by it because I know I know how to run a meeting. And it, that's because I joined a junior auxiliary chapter. Um, and somewhere along the line, my kids were teeny tiny. When I joined, they had picked up on it and they just automatically helped. They just automatically serve. They just know what to do and my son who is a junior in high school had to give a speech not too long ago and he said something about checking his agenda and i said "Where'd not you even learn how to make an agenda he said i went and got one of your ja ones off the kitchen counter and i was like well okay, okay. at least all that clutter is good for something but um the point is you can do this as a busy person because i am a busy person and I, i'm a very real person so I would never tell anyone, you don't have to make it a priority, you do. But it's so worth it. it what you get back, you will use a hundred times over. And then when you see one of those little people somewhere and they look at you and they're like, that's Miss Noel. she taught me how to do this after school. Oh, then it no longer has to become a priority. It just is the priority. And you'll go back every single time, every single time. Yeah.
0: I think that's great. Um, yeah, gosh. <laughs> okay, we've got two minutes left. Is there anything else that you want even current members to know about their about their time in JA and what they can do? You know, if you're just an average member sitting in Randolph County, Arkansas, you know, listening right. to it, what, what would you tell them?
1: Well, I would first of all say congratulations, Randolph County, on being our newest chapter. Yes. Um, You have some nice things headed your way, but I would say when it gets tough, because six years is a long time, and I don't care who you are, how big your heart is, at some point you're going to have a tough day, maybe even a tough season, and that's okay but I would find your why every single time. And if you don't know what your why is, get to a service project and get in the face of a child every single time. That would be my advice now as national president. That was my advice as a chapter support coordinator. That has never changed. When you're feeling that burnout, when you're feeling hurt, when you're feeling discouraged, whether it's in junior auxiliary life or your personal life, I know we're supposed to share them, I mean, split them, but it's hard to separate who we are. And the sooner you can get in the face of the child, the rest of it will just take care of itself. I've never seen it not work.
0: Good words, Noelle. Thank you for joining us today for our third episode of Naja Now AEC. It's this weekend. Uh, It's always the first weekend in May. And here we go, guys. Let's get our learn on and fellowship with other chapters. We'll see you then.